0: This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Would you, would you be happy if your superhero name was The Wasp? It's actually kind of sick. It's alright. It's better than The Bee, isn't it? The Bee. That's not threatening at all. <laughs> and man and The Bee. Yeah, Bee is like, oh no, I accidentally stung you, now I will die. Oh. Whereas Wasp is like, bam, bam, bam. Exactly. Oh, Please tell me, like, Hank and Janet's first, like, go at the suit. It was the bee. and it had that function. <laughs> and, like, he kept calling. Wait, they built into Janet's suit that if she stung someone, she died. That's what happened to Janet. <laughs> oh you God, just can't God. tell Hope. Because <laughs> of the you thought time. it would be funny. Oh, no. That That's she funny. stung someone, she died. <laughs> <laughs> Hank being like we were drunk when we designed the suit and we thought it would be funny. I mean, she's never actually gonna stick it. Oh, Janet, no! Oh, Janet! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> i to tell my daughter she died in a plane crash. I've left dumps. The bee has left the building. <laughs> Welcome to Character Chaos. I am the Wasp, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ant-Man. Yeah, I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> How are you, Ant-Man? I'm good wasp. <laughs> no, this is too funny. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Ant-Man, the famous yeah. Man of Ants, movie about ants and men. And sometimes wasps, <laughs> and sometimes quantum mania. When the worlds of ants and also men, (laughs) collide (laughs) to form a Marvel movie. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with that one. Yeah, it's perfect. I don't know why I introduced it. It's because because we've been sat here for two hours and 20 minutes. No, probably longer than that, since we plugged Mm. in the mics. It's been three hours, and we, we haven't started. So I made the executive decision to start. Yeah, I I think that was a good call to be honest. Because if you hadn't, I probably would have just brought up another different movie and then we talked for ten minutes about that. In all fairness, we've seen many movies since we last saw each other like four days ago. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's you haven't watched a movie unless you've logged it on Letterboxd and told Margaret about it over Facetime. <laughs> Same. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you've watched a movie. Three steps of movie watching. Yeah. Watch. Exactly. Log. Talk for three hours. Exactly. And then mention it on the podcast. There we go. Succinct four steps of how to watch a movie in 2023. Martin Scorsese, come at me. <laughs> you may be verified on Twitter, but are you verified in the eyes of Letterboxd? Probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you pay for Letterboxd. <laughs> I I paid £11 for Letterboxd, yes I did. You may be a patron on Letterboxd, but are you a patron in the eyes of God? I wish I was a patron. I'm too poor for a patron. Oh, I'm a pro. You're just a pro. I'm a pro. I'm a lowly pro. Fucking poor people. I know. <laughs> Do you get anything from being a pro? You get stats. <laughs> oh, the stats are beautiful. Anyway, Ant Man. Um, Ant Man. No, 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 Ant Man. But yeah, so welcome to season two of the show. Yeah, we're on season two now. We decided to cut it, and now it's season two. We took a break. <laughs> it's a new year it's just season two yeah and we're doing a bunch of marvel episodes to start off with mm-hmm. i don't know why we just kind of decided we would yeah it's like it's well it was meant to be marvel month now it's like yeah marvel three months i don't really know marvel era Marvel and era. yeah i quite like that i just thought of that i quite like that maybe yeah, that should be what it is now i like that marvel era <laughs> but yeah so we full disclosure we did already record wanda and sam yeah. Um. We thought Wanda was gonna go first, and then we decided that since Quantum Mania is coming out a lot sooner than we thought, <laughs> we might as well just put this one first. So Ant Man is now the first episode. Yeah. We're so prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum came out fast. I don't know. It really did. But we did also record a <laughs> Welcome to Season Two in the Wanda episode. Um. So ignore that, or I don't know. Now you know. Enjoy the it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just double the enthusiasm. Yeah. But yeah, we're very happy to do season two. Yeah, like I said, New Year, New Us. We're, we'll be, we're changing things about a little bit, aren't we? Just like a little bit. A little bit. Some slightly more creative stuff here and there. And our episodes are a lot shorter so far. Well, they are. Uh, a bit shorter. Hovering pretty consistently around the two hour mark, sometimes below, which for us is huge. Oh, yeah. Huge. To be fair, maybe the episodes themselves won't be that shorter, but the recording is a lot shorter. Yeah, that's that. to be honest, that's kind of what matters for us. <laughs> well, unless it's this time where we talked for two and a half hours before we pressed play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, sorry, I moved the mic. Um, I'll just move it back. Sorry if that sounded a bit shit. But um, yeah, anyway. Happy Ant-Man week. It's Ant-Man week. Happy Jonathan Major's shirtless week. Oh, yeah, that's a good week. See, this is why I want to watch Creed. Yeah, he's beefy, isn't you he? you get it? He's a mm-hmm. beefy boy. Are we going to talk oh, about Jonathan Majors today? I don't see why not. Okay, let's go. What was his first movie? I'm gonna look him up on Letterboxd. <laughs> All right, will you introduce Ant Man while I look up his Letterboxd, please? Um. Okay. Um. So today we're gonna to discuss the the little like family of Ant Man, aren't we? So the whole squad. Yes. Um, and we're going to be looking at Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Ant-Woman. And Game. Ant-Child. The Wasp. <laughs> Ant-Woman, Ant- right? Okay. Fucking woke Marvel movies. I can't believe this bullshit. Can, I, can we start calling Cassie Ant-child? Ant-Child? Oh, isn't she stature? Is that right? Ant-Adolescent. Antolescent. Antolescent? <laughs> That's her new superhero name. Antolescent. Beautiful. Laugh. I thought you should call Kevin Foggy <laughs> and tell him that right that's now. That's what this podcast is. It's a w- we we record the podcast, then we put it in a tube and send it to Kevin's office.
1: And yeah, then he sends yeah. a
0: cease and desist back. But that's okay. He does. Mm. It shows that he knows who we are, which is what's important. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Majors is in a lot of very boring looking movies. No offense, man. Is he? Oh, and some very important movies about the lives of black people. He was in the 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 Glenn Powell, um, fighter plane one that isn't Top Gun, right? What? (laughs) Like, it's like it's called like is it Devotion or something like that? Jungle Land. No, it's him and and, um, Glenn Powell, and they're in planes. I think you're talking about Frederick Douglass in Five Speeches. That's it. (laughs) Oh, see, you just know we got it. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength constantly. (laughs) It came out like last year. Um, oh, oh! It's called Devotion. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. We should watch that. Should we? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, Quantum Mania is coming out, so we're doing Antman's. Did you describe the plot of Antman's? No. Oh, let's do Ant Man. Okay. Okay. Man is man. Mm. Man becomes ant. Yeah. Is ant goes back to man. Learns the meaning of friendship trusting other people, believing in himself, doing things for his family, reconnecting, lost familiar relationships, and becomes Ant-Man. Wow. Isn't that Ant-Man? Yeah, that's basically Ant-Man. <laughs> Great, love it. Sure, yeah. You describe um, Ant-Man and the Wasp in a similar way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no, we could do it. So, uh, man is man again. Mm. He doesn't have the suit, right? He's just man. Okay. Man with child. Man with magic tricks. Um, <laughs> man who, for some reason, was Team Steve in Civil War. Um, then wasp. Mm. Then back to man. Man becomes ant again. Becomes big ant, small ant, ant man. <laughs> And then Ant-Man and the Wasp and Michelle Pfeiffer. Damn. Sorted. Wow. Isn't that Ant-Man and the Wasp? Sort of, yeah. Sort of. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think I got Uh it. All right. Quantum Mania. So, um, in the theory of nuclear physics, there is an idea of quantum realm, I believe. And so, when you look Mm. at that, it's about when you get really small, right? I was just trying to. I was waiting for you to stop me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I want to know. <laughs> I don't I fucking know Kevin's what quantum you. physics is. <laughs> do you think i know quantum <laughs> physics? Maybe. I could. You never know. That's what my degree my degree was in quantum <laughs> physics. Do you think? Do you think it's like that episode of Community where they kick you out of the pottery class if you make a ghost reference? Where in quantum physics, mm-hmm. if you make an Ant Man comment, they kick you out. They remove your degree. Maybe. Yeah. If you're like, sir, is this like the quantum? I'm like, no. Doesn't exist. Shut up. Get out of my classroom! Did you not see the sign? No Ant-Man references. <laughs> no Ant-Man. Yes, the sign is very small. I want it to be poignant, but it means no one can read it. I see the floors now. Get the fuck out of my classroom. Yes, yes. Anyway, so those are the Ant-Man movies. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the various characters uh, in, in Ant-Mans. We are. This is so chaotic. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> they are. Do you know what? This has the, the tone of the Paul Rudd uh, Michael Douglas promo of the. Ants Antmen. So I think it's poignant. Yeah, I think you're right. Should we go through the characters individually and their whole journeys? Are we thinking deeply about this? Mm, (laughs) This is a deep question. I'm taking this I'm taking this seriously. I mean, we could say the 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 movies, Marvel movies, by um what the fuck's that guy's name? Peyton Reed. The artist formerly known as Edgar Wright became Peyton Reed. Edgar Wright? Well, Edgar Wright still wrote half wrote the first one. Yes. I don't think he wrote the second one. Did no, you? no, he, he no, he got the fuck away from Marvel. He was like, "See ya, suckers, so like, nope. never coming back." <laughs> I mean, you're you're an, an Edgar Wright stan. Is there any Edgar Wright-isms Ooh. in Ant Man? I mean, just the the Louis storytelling thing. That's got Edgar Wright mm. written all over it. Yeah. To be fair, even I was like, "That's yeah, Edgar Wright." That's right Edgar there. Wright right there. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like all the that there's a lot of. Jokes that feel like Edgar Wright, and I can feel like I know how he would have executed them with their own style. The movie obviously doesn't because the director doesn't have the same style, but like a lot of the Baskin Robbins stuff, and like there's Mm -hmm. a lot where I feel like I can see where this would have been really like visual and stylistic, and just the director was like, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. I guess things like the silly Baskin Robbins stuff. There's like, there's like goofs. Yeah. Yeah. Momentary goofs. Yeah, I I get you. I get you. I can see the train crashing thing at the end, you know, with, like, the miniature train that gets big and, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose maybe I'm not the Edgar Wright expert I thought I was. Maybe maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing to the table what I should. To be fair, you didn't ask me to prep my Edgar Wright knowledge. I I did not. I just thought it would be an interesting question. No, I I see what you mean. I feel parts of it. Yeah, I I did some Googling on Peyton Reed as well because I didn't really know much about him. He's, like, he does a lot of, like, rom-coms and he's directed Ah. a load of episodes of New Girl. Oh, he's like one of my you love that ever. shit! Yeah, yeah, which I just thought was really interesting. Huh? But yeah, he looks like a real like rom com, like sitcom. Oh, he's bring it on! Yeah, look. That makes sense. Which is quite interesting. Cool. I guess like if you're gonna use like Paul Rudd, like a comedy actor, like let's get in some like comedy writers, some comedy directors. You know, yeah. that's what I felt like they were doing. Yeah, that checks out. You know. Oh, I miss Edgar Wright. <laughs> he's not dead <laughs> but he wasn't in, he wasn't that involved in this movie and i miss it i miss him i miss seeing him i should watch last night in soho i'm a fake fan i never watched that i think i'd really like it to be honest do you think i think so anyway oh, really. anyway paul rudd ant man paul rudd is Ant-Man. well he's he's a titular ant man isn't he <laughs> yeah paul rudd yeah. scottish uh-huh. language Scott Lang, yes. Scott Lang. Scottish language, as we like to call them, from one tweet like five years ago. <laughs> it's not <laughs> they niche at all. Scottish language. Well, I only remember because I played a, a stupid like DS game where I created a bunch of like mes that we made um, like Marvel characters. Like this was, like five years ago, yeah. I guess, when the joke happened, and one of them was called Scottish language. That was his full yeah. name. Scottish language. And so whenever I do I... think that's hilarious. It's fucking funny. It's really funny. Anyways, Ant-Man's. But... I it's safe to say you like this movie. Yeah. To, to To summarize my very long letterbox review, um, I I really like Ant-Man. I think it's a really underrated Marvel movie. I'm very happy for you. I don't know. I I, I think it's really good, and, and it's me. So I find <laughs> oh. the Marvel movie that no one likes, <laughs> and I'm like, you're my favorite, because it's me. It's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favourite child. Oh, I just, I love Ant Man. I just, I don't think it's bad. I love both of them. I think they're so good. I think Ant Man is, is, is fun. It's fine. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's a fun movie. Also, I like them both. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I feel I, bad because I thought I remembered liking Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And then I watched it and I was like, I don't like this movie. I don't know what it was. Aww. I don't know what it was. I thought I was in a good mood as well. But I was like, no, this movie is not for me. No, It's just not for me. I'm so bored. But that's fine. Who cares what I think? <laughs> it's just a movie that's not for me. Yeah, no, I, yeah I like that movie. I really do. I, have- I saw that in the cinema. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw it in the Aww, cinema. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. I have high hopes for Quantum Mania. Well, I have hopes, you know? and hopes <laughs> you have hope and hopes hope and hopes I have hopes for hope hopes for hope is she mm-hmm. gonna be belly in this movie I worry because it feels like Ant-Man's gonna be barely in this movie this Jonathan Majors in the movie <laughs> just Kang the movie I would love that but I, 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 mean- I I'm slightly concerned for hope i'm i'm concerned for this movie because it looks like a fucking Avengers oh, movie. oh here you go again yeah. oh here we oh, go, go again. part two again. serpent society part two here we it's a, i think it's a valid criticism it's just funny that you're like here we go again yeah i just, i'm not I'm, I'm not gonna be too negative i just watched that trailer and was like this is an ant-man movie this is ant-man's three I mean, there's Ant-Man. It's not Ant-Man Three. There's a lot of Ant-Man. This is Kang Dynasty. Hell yeah! Really? Hell yeah! I think they swapped the names by accident. I can't wait. <laughs> to be fair, it feels like Scott's gonna go through a hell of a journey and 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 maybe die. Mm. We'll see. Maybe die. Oh, I really hope he doesn't die. Same actually. I quite like him. Yeah. I hope they don't kill um Hank because he's a cool dude. <laughs> he's just kind of a chill guy. In these movies, it's kind of a dude. <laughs> He's just a dude. Okay, so spoilers for Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp. Anything we accidentally predict for uh, Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. And mm. um, do you remember the old logo that was like illegible for Quantum Mania? <laughs> just just a circle. Like, <laughs> was like, no, this this can't happen. This is not legal. Um, yeah. And maybe if we look up comic stuff base facts but we're not bringing in any actual comics although he's a pretty old yeah. character isn't he Ant man like he was an original avenger yeah. and shit yeah
1: this movie I, is like I, I, now is he's it. a
0: random guy <laughs> is, is it, i mean to be fair in endgame they do give him a very very important role they do i mean i say that he saves the world he does um. uh the rat saved the world <laughs> Oh fuck off! No, Scott <laughs> Lang. saved the was the rat sitting there with Tony Stark just like all right quantum physics? No. Did we not watch the was same movie? The, button? the rat. <laughs> Did we watch Ratatouille again? Oh shit! I think I watched Ratatouille again. <laughs> I think you're right. Damn it! <laughs> Wrong rat movie, Margaret. I'm always watching Ratatouille it keeps in happening. my mind. I did tell you to watch Endgame and you come back the next day. Like, I watched Ratatouille and I'm like, no. Look, it's not my fault that they're right next to each other on Disney+. Plus. I-, I go for one, it plays the other. It's not my Get fault. Confused. And then as soon as I see Remy, I'm mesmerized. I can't look away. What am I supposed to do? Stop Ratatouille midway through and go watch Avengers Endgame, this random movie that made no money? What am I supposed to do with myself? No one's heard of that movie. However, everyone loves Ratatouille. Everyone does love Ratatouille, but Ratatouille <laughs> is unfortunately not relevant to our Ant Man episode. <gasps> I already did the Remy episode. I have no excuse. I can't go on about him again. It's already happened. It's, it's like going to be your birthday episode again. Remy again. Remy again. <laughs> no, I need to choose something more annoying. Another mm-hmm. annoying animated character that you don't want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you've got time to be fair I don't have much time I mean, it's not like you're gonna die, I don't have much time Margaret <laughs> but you time. do, you have time <laughs> you talk about Remy Margaret <laughs> you do whatever you fucking want <laughs> you live <Margaret>. your life, <laughs> live it to the fullest <laughs> talk about Remy the rat I will now your birthday is quite soon mm-hmm. that's okay you'll, you'll figure it out yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. to be fair I figured it out you did figure it out Oh, keep it a secret. I'm not going to tell. It's so special. It's going to be so exciting. Anyway, um, (laughs) Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Let's talk about Scott. Scott is Paul Rudd. I mean, he's the titular Ant-Man. He's he's actually a pretty fun character. He's enjoyable as hell. I like him. He's great. As I laid out in my review, I do like that he is... Just so goofy, and he makes jokes all the time, and he's a bit silly, but they don't make him dumb. That's why I love this man. He's never like, it's true. dumb. You know? Like, they tell you from the off, this man has a master's degree in electrical engineering. This is a STEM man through and through. He is smart. Yeah. Smart man. But he's also really silly because it's Paul Rudd and he's having fun. <laughs> a silly boy. You know? mm-hmm. He saves the world. That's why I love him. And it works with the low-stakes nature of Ant-Man as a movie. It's a little mm-hmm. little baby heist movie. Again, see? You're just listing <laughs> reasons to why this is one of the best Marvel movies. It's a heist movie! It's a yeah, heist! It is it's a heist so movie. It's so cool! It's just a little heist. It's so cool! <laughs> we have a heist movie! No one talks enough about how we have a heist movie in the MCU! It's so fucking cool! We're like, We've got plans on the table, the whole squad's around, we're plotting what to do, we've got disguises, we've got do we? vents. Yeah, Luis is like dressed up as one of the like security guards. No, I meant the map thing. Is there a scene of that? Yeah, they've got the big yeah. And oh, the I whole forgot. When like Luis and Dave and Kurt are all around. And they're all they're all hanging around, they're all plotting what to do. I love it, it's great. I'm I'm glad it works for you. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> happy for you. We have a great time. I think that's great. It's it's a nice movie. it <laughs> And Scott's fun. He's a little silly guy. He loves his kid. He's a dude. Just a little dude. Yeah. There's a it's lot a of dude. pathos with Scott, isn't there? I'm yeah. just like, he's not allowed to see his kid. And mm-hmm. he's a little sad boy who can't get a job. It's very poignant for how people who were previously incarcerated are treated in society. Mm-hmm. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. yeah. And he has goofy well, friends. He... Yeah, I mean, well, we learned he was in prison. So. Three years he was in prison. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't seen his kid for three years. And this kid is young, so he's missed some key years. He's, he's missing years all over the wazoo. <laughs> this guy doesn't get much time with his kid at all. I'm surprised he recognised Cassie <laughs> when he showed up. Trying, can you imagine you went up to a different kid and was like, Cassie, <laughs> happy birthday. Not gonna lie, this is a deeply sad thought, but do you think he's known her for as many years as he hasn't? Probably. Like, how old is she? 15? He was gone for eight. That's so sad. That's real sad. <laughs> That's really sad. It's really fucking sad. I'm starting to get Quantumania a bit more now. I... This whole plot is I need time. I'm pretty interested in that as a concept for him. I think that works really well. Yeah. That's a great I um, hubris. Yeah, like I wasn't like too fussed about it. And then I watched like Ant-Man again and I was like, oh, okay, I can see it a bit more, how desperate he is just to have some time. And it lingers. Kid, you know? When you yeah. watch the beginning, like this is a real motif really early on. Yeah, yeah, completely. Judy Judy Greer just won't let him see his kid. Oh, Judy Greer. I love her so much. Honestly, that's really why I get excited about ever. this movie. I love Judy Greer. And like they let her be so fun in the second one as yeah. well. <laughs> I love it. And then um, what's the name, on Bobby Calvin Cannavale. Canavale, Canavale. Yes. yeah. He's great. He's lovely. He's great. This is little family. I love them all so much. (laughs) There's so much positivity with these characters. I mean, obviously, the conflict, the main conflict of the first movie is the fact that they do kind of don't trust Scott. And there is a lot of conflict there in, like, the family dynamic. But obviously in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they were like, nah, they're just cute. They're just quite lovely. It's just a nice little family. They're all doing group hugs and shit. Yeah, like, we have growing pains at the beginning, which is, like, understandable. They're all trying to figure out how they all fit into each other's life. 'Cause you know, Cassie is like her mum, her stepdad and her dad and it's kind of a bit complicated and they're trying to figure and it Louis. out and Scott doesn't quite and Louise, obviously. And like <laughs> and like um oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Louise ruined it. Actually <laughs> yeah, did. I'm so sorry.
1: But I but think like, it works figure it out
0: in the end. Yeah. Like, there's no there's never any like hard feelings by the end of it. The movie ends with them figuring out how to get over what is stopping them and just them all realizing, no we all love this kid we all want to like raise this kid mm. let's they have a let just make up because they've, yeah they've got no beef really yeah like, it's nice yeah and scott's a pretty light-hearted character like he has his mm-hmm. moments of melancholy but he never gets that real yeah yeah, but he has a lot of moments where you do really feel bad for him, I feel. Like, when he loses that job after getting out of prison... There's so much pathos going on mm-hmm. with him. You just always are like, oh, my dude. <laughs> I just can't catch a break. Baskin Romans always finds out. He always finds out. <laughs> That's such a funny bit. I mean, can we talk about how Scott is Eat the Rich? Yes. Can we talk about that? Because I am Legend. obsessed with that. The main, Like, a good message of this movie is, fuck millionaires. Yeah, I think that's also an Edgar Wright touch. Yeah, like I think l- so. little finger. Yeah, yeah. Darren Cross mm-hmm. is actually really funny. Barbara, I fucking love Darren Cross. <laughs> he like, he's, like, he's way too high on, like, my Marvel villains, but, like, I, mean, it's I funny. genuinely... I, I am so obsessed with any villain that's a mad scientist, and so I love this man. The <laughs> <laughs> bit where he's, like, talking to Hank... And like hope um, and everyone after like the the meeting with all the investors, and he's like, yeah, you know, I've um, i got loads of people interested. I've got, I've been talking to Hydra. Don't worry, they've changed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it Corey Stoll? Is that his name? Yeah, he's fucking funny. I love him so much. What did I say oh my- he was? He was like Shane from The Walking Dead's like brother. <laughs> But, but a Marvel version but like of like a the Dead. If, if the apocalypse never happened, but he's still crazy. Yeah. He's still yeah. in Shane. Do you remember that meme from 10 years ago? In Shane. In Shane. That an old meme That's a really old meme. Yeah, he's real yeah. funny. I like him. He was in West Side Story <laughs> as who? Who was in West Side Story? Oh, he's the lieutenant. That makes sense. Oh. I guess he can sing. And he can, and he can sing. And he can sing. Cross is a king, and oh, I could rest in peace. I love him. Rest in peace. How did he die again? Oh, he got hit by the train. Presuming, yeah. Damn. Final fight. That's rough. That's like you don't get a lot of straight up murder like that these days in Marvel. That's great. Just straight. I mean, yeah. He deserved. Yeah. He was the worst. <laughs> he really did. Although I would have loved him to have met um Justin Hammer. I think they'd be a good duo. I think they were siblings. Legitimately. I think they were related. I think yeah, and they, they split up. Yeah, separated at birth, got, got. or were they raised together? Who Maybe changed they were their raised name together as kids? Is was he Darren Hammer, or was Justin Hammer <laughs> Justin <laughs> Cross? Maybe they were Cross Hammer. And <gasps> oh my, Hammer Cross. Hammer Cross, Hammer, double barreled Hammer Cross, and they just took a name. <laughs> yeah, they decided to pick. They had billionaire the parents. Mm. And then Justin Hammer, before or after they split, right? They then get the inheritance and it tore them apart. And so Justin went and made his, he just has like a tech company, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes the Iron Man suits and shit. And uh, works with Russians, even though he doesn't speak Russian. Russian. (laughs) (laughs) And Darren Cross went and made his own tech company maybe they're both equally like nondescript. i know he tries to take over the pym empire thing he's on the board and then votes hank off the board and then puts his little name his on the building yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember when he unveiled the thing with his name on hank was like no <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> that always makes me laugh like it's played so seriously but it's like oh no your name changed on the fucking building Uh <laughs> oh no. Uh-oh as if it wasn't serious before but I think you know? I think Darren works as a decent antagonist to Scott because he's so he's so rich and crazy I mean yeah like he works with Scott but I think he feels more like Hank's villain he is I mean it is Hank's villain and I think yeah. they Scott's like well who's together. this guy <laughs> who am I in a briefcase like... with all of a sudden who am I murdering <laughs> today <laughs> do you know what Hank should have done it himself not gonna lie Scott well, Scott Hank... hit him with a train Hank punched Darren Cross in the face. That was pretty sick. Do you remember? I I remember that bit because it made me laugh so much when Darren Cross was just standing with oh, really, yeah. like, blood <laughs> on him, like, oh, oh my god, that that really that really hurt. You know, I was looking at you and I knew you were gonna punch me, but I thought it would be all, all weak and pathetic. That really hurt. That was very <laughs> funny. Was but yeah, I I like that it's not Scott's business, and then he's like, fine, I'll kill this guy for you. He's in my child's bedroom, so I'll kill him. <laughs> That gets way too personal. Every time I'm like, why are you in this child's bedroom? Uh This is fucked up. Uh (laughs) Didn't waste any time. No. Threatened to kill the child. But yeah, like, Scott knows that Darren, you know, isn't messing about. He's gonna cause some real serious harm. And even though it's not his personal beef, he's never met Darren before in his life. You know, he steps up. I like Hank. I'll kill this man for Hank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd kill someone for Hank. Now he should do it himself. I think Michael Douglas could take someone before I could. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think you have to kill anyone for Hank. I think Hank's killing people for you. (laughs) I love that. Honestly, I'll take it. I feel like the thing I like the most about Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I won't harp on it, is not a movie that Mm. I obviously didn't love. The one part I did really like is all the house arrest stuff with Scott, and I think it has a nice... Because obviously, they had no say, presumably, in Civil War, where Scott, for some reason, decides to jeopardize (laughs) his relationship with his daughter and just join Team Steve and gets himself arrested. In hindsight, you know, obviously, no one who was thinking about the Ant-Man movies made that decision. Yeah, But it happened. And I think that when that was thrown at the people who made the Ant-Man movies, they recovered pretty well. I think that's the one thing I do like about that movie, is that they do the house arrest plotline, and he's, Mm -hmm. you know, stuck at home, and he's doing things with Cassie, and he's kind of going insane, and thinking too much about his life, and crying when he reads The Fault in Our Stars, and, like, I think it's a good use of Scott, because I think it just adds to the pathos, right? You just feel so bad for this fucking guy who's kind of done nothing wrong, really. Yeah. He's just a nice dude, and he's, like, he's nice to Jimmy, my legend, Jimmy. Jimmy Introduction Woo. of Jimmy. Yeah, he's it's the best movie ever. He's nice. Jimmy Woo. He's nice to the fucking cops, and he's chill, mm-hmm. and he's friends with Ants. I don't know. I, I like what they do with Scott in Ant Man of the Wasp. It feels like a nice progression. Yeah, but also he's a little more reckless. You know, now now he's in on the hijinks and the yeah. the kind of world-ending problems, and he's willing to go along with it. Mhm. But he's still himself. Yeah. Yeah. I like that for him. Yeah, he feels. He definitely feels like he's grown in him and the wasp. Like he feels like feels slightly more traumatised. Yeah, this is a man who's been on house arrest for two years. Like he feels like. And like, it's all of his arc in that movie is like taking responsibility, right? Yeah, because because of him, Hank and Hope are on the run from the government. Yeah. just because he used their suit, like they didn't even do anything. Yeah, and so he does have to like take responsibility for that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got that pandemic brain of being locked inside for too long and be like, I must change. I must change my ways. Oh, yeah. We all came out that pandemic a different person. Just so, Scott. A little rattled around. Yeah. I like him. I think he's yeah. solid. And then we have Endgame, obviously. Where I mean, he, you know, saved the fucking universe. Yeah. I- I'd say he-, he did a good job. Very proud of him. <laughs> He he did a brilliant job. He gets shunked out of a van. He did. A rat right pressed the button and he got got absolutely yeeted out that van. Yeeted out of the out of the van. His his first thought is let's find my family. Oh god. There's been a whole pandemic upon the universe again. My yeah, my child um... is now an adult an adolescent an if you will. Sequel <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, they recast my daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they recast her again. Never mind. Don't get used to it. No no one get used to Cassie. She'll change next oh. thing you see. That's the true I mean, terror of, of parenthood. Next thing you know, they recast your child. <laughs> when your kid gets recasted. <laughs> we don't grow up. We get recasted. That's exactly how it happens. What are you going to say? I mean, can we, actually, can we take a minute to appreciate the... Young Cassie actress. I don't know her name. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah, she's so fucking she's, she's cute. She's so good, isn't she? She's so fun. Uh, What's her name? I Is love she the big one. Abby Ryder Fortson? Probably yeah. She's great. Little legend. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Oh, her and Scott are so cute. They actually have really good chemistry as like a mm-hmm. father daughter duo. I, I do feel really bad that they recast Cassie after Endgame. Dude, I was just going to say, can we give a moment to... um? God, this list of actors is so long. Oh, yeah, Emma Furman. Yeah, that's yeah. real depressing. Actually, really horribly depressing that she didn't find out she was fired until she looked at Twitter yeah. and no one had the courtesy to tell her. It's I fucked up. Hate. That happens way too often, can I just say. Fire your actors. Just tell them. It's so fucking unprofessional. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I thought we bad for. Her. I thought she was great. She, was, she, was good. <laughs> she, she, she did a good cry. job. She had to cry in Paul Rod's arms. She did a great job. Yeah, and I feel like that maybe is the maybe Scott in Endgame is when I most like connect with him and most feel for him because he goes mm-hmm. through this very very visceral, like, tragedy. Not only yeah. that you know everyone he knows is dead, but also that the people he does have don't know him anymore, and he missed five years of his daughter's life. Yeah, <laughs> just I mean- super tragic. I think they did. A, I think it was really smart of them. Scott's like plot journey in Endgame because obviously Endgame essentially starts five years after Infinity War, right? and I think it was such a good idea to have someone who was, you know, has been gone for the last five years. But we, he, we, he, I don't know. He really feels like the audience is kind of like perspective as he is like experiencing all everything that has happened at once. Especially because like all of the other characters, they've been doing this shit for five years. It's hard to kind of use the other characters to explain everything that's happened. But like bringing Scott in, I don't know. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, it works really to well. Put him in that. Yeah, because he's in that really unique position. Mm. And we see everything on the on like the ground level. We yeah, exactly. It's the first time we actually, and probably the biggest part of world building we get, which is him yeah. walking through that neighborhood, and we see in one very long sweep, how people remember all the dead people with all the little Mm -hmm. stones and he looks for his name and, like, yeah, it works really well for him to be our perspective on, like, the ground level of what every day is like. Yeah, exactly. Fucking depressing. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Really sad. (laughs) And I feel like if so much of Scott's journey is revolving around his relationship with Cassie, like, we see how Mm. much Scott fights for just a moment with her for two yeah. movies to know that he's lost all of that is really tragic and it's a really visceral like metaphor for what parenting feels like is that you look away for yeah. two seconds and mm-hmm. you've missed and your child is suddenly a different person it's like kind of your worst yeah. fears personified yeah yeah it's really sad It's real sad but like Again, it, and it works putting him in this position because that gives him the drive then to organize the time heist. Like that is all his doing. That's true. Yeah, because all of the other characters, like I said, they've all been sitting on this for five years. None of them are trying to figure out the quantum realm to go back in time and get the stone. Like no, they've all accepted. They don't know what the fuck the quantum realm is. I mean, yeah, they don't know what the <laughs> quantum realm is, but like they've all accepted it, right? Steve's telling everyone to move on, and like. I don't know, again, Scott has come back and he has this new motivation, he has this, like, enthusiasm that they don't have. He hasn't been mourning for five years. He's back, he's ready, let's go, let's go bring back half the universe. It's brilliant, I love it. It's fun. Yeah. He's a nice dude. And he looks like he's going through it in Quantum (laughs) Mania. Like, if he's not dead, he's getting that shit beaten out of him. (sighs) Oh god. <laughs> how do you survive this? I'm sorry. Like, logistically, how is Scott getting out of this one? It's Kang! It's fucking Kang! He's ripped! Kang. He's so cool! Did you not see the blue lasers from his hands? Mm hmm. And if it's not this it's- Kang, it's the next Kang. Infinite oh. Kangs! Scott, have you not considered infinite Kangs? I don't think he has, no. He beefed with the wrong man. Honestly. List of people to beef with, I'm picking Thanos <laughs> over Kang. At I'm least there's only way. one Thanos. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is why I'm looking at this movie and I'm like, how is this an Ant-Man movie? Because how's this Ant Squad meant to like realistically hold off Kang? Like I'm obviously they're I not can't gonna wait. defeat Kang. Or I mean maybe they could defeat this version yeah, of Kang. That's true. But like uh, how with the power of friendship <laughs> that's how they always do it it's always the power <laughs> of fucking friendship and it will be this time i think it's it's so it makes so much sense for scott to sacrifice himself like that feels like the powerful thing to do the only way to stop kang i don't want him to cuz i love him the thing is i'm i'm always alright if a character wants to sacrifice himself but there is nothing that pisses me off more than when a character sacrifices himself for no reason. Like when nothing comes of it. And it doesn't happen very often, but I am still traumatized from season 8 of Game of Thrones. And oh, if sure. Scott sacrifices himself and like, <laughs> you know, holds off Kang, gets Kang. But obviously we know Avengers Kang Dynasty is coming soon. So you're getting Theon flashbacks. Plus, I'm getting Theon Greyjoy flashbacks of when he sacrificed himself and it did nothing. And I can't have that happen to Scott. Like I need his sacrifice to do something. I understand what you mean. I was gonna say counterpoint, but maybe not in this case. But in some cases, it, I think it works if it's poignantly pointless. Like if no. it's like you thought you did it, and then but it's it's like it part of it does bring something. And the tragedy of it is that it meant nothing, even if it, if it, I, because I know what you're thinking of. And to me, those are just mm. like they thought they did something and they didn't. But mm. I think they could make it work if the point of it is he thinks he sacrificed himself or something. And maybe he does. But in the end, maybe oh. it means nothing. But it's poignant, you know? But, but maybe it's poignant. That would, that would make me sad, though. Okay. That, that would make me really sad. But wouldn't it be was- narratively satisfying? No. It would also make me sad. <laughs> no. Even if it allows the gang to escape and then bring yeah, the knowledge fine. back to I think I think it's likely to be that. And then it means nothing for Kang. Mm-hmm. It does nothing. Like it's pointless for Kang. But it, it maybe gives something in the long run. But I think I think the poignancy of they think they did it, and then it's like no, there's a million Kangs. Like that's that's narratively mm-hmm. oh, so satisfying, though. That's brutal. It's fucking brutal. We but it, it. it would be sick. Like it's 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 kind of the feeling of the ending yeah. of Infinity War, right? It's that feeling of like yeah. brutally it meant nothing. We did all this for nothing, yeah. I see what you mean, and I think they could do it, it I mean, wrong, but they could do it right. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't mind if they get this Kang, or if the gang escapes, or if he saves someone, and there's the whole thing of, but in the long run, there are a million other Kangs. I don't mind that. I think that's more likely. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What, what are you particularly worried about? Like, what What what's the vision in your head that you're afraid of? I don't I don't know. I just Then he runs at, at Kang with a spear and yeah, gets stabbed. And then Arya Stark comes out of nowhere and is like Ah <laughs> Yeah, but he like yeah, that's that's Maisie Williams as a werewolf comes out of nowhere from the 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 X Men variants and is like ah And does <laughs> the knife imagine? drop <laughs> Can you imagine the first mutants we get are Charles Xavier and Maisie Williams's <laughs> Scottish character from the New Mutants. Oh, lie, I decently liked her, you know. That movie was garbage she, but I, I quite I liked her. She was the best character, wasn't she? I'd say. Yeah. I, yeah. I quite liked her. Yeah. movie was trash, though. Mm. Fucking oh, hell. That was dreadful. That was awful movie. I still think really you dreadful. should argue with Anton about that. Yeah, I don't know what he was know. I don't know, what, I don't he know what he was smoking, but I want some. <laughs> that movie was awful. <laughs> anyway. Um, Anyways. I-, I mean, I love his motivation in Mania because it's such mm. a-, a reasonable, tragic, unreasonable thing to want is more time, right? It's so yeah. completely understandable. It's so Black Mirror. It's never going to happen. And it's only yeah. going to end in failure. And that's obviously what Kang is going to entice him with. And it's going to be great. The thing is, I feel like if Scott actively does something, like if, if Kang is like, hey, I can give you more time and Scott does something bad thinking it's, you know, going to help the universe, it just helps Kang be more evil, I feel like the only way for Karma is for him to end up um, dying for it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know how far they're going to go. To fix the mistake, yeah. Like, they might not go that far. Maybe Scott just, like, likes the idea of it, but then it's like, oh, but Kang is evil. Now. Or maybe Kang is like, so, I propose this. And he's like, now that smells evil to me. I'm not getting mm. involved in that. Then maybe yeah. it's fine, but I feel like it's more interesting if Scott is so enticed by the idea that he does something actively bad, and then it's like, in the end, he realizes the only way to stop Kang is to like, I'm gonna be in the room when Kang explodes, and is like, you know what? Maybe I I started this. Yeah. Maybe I should be there. Yeah. Yeah. But can count- But I think we should remember if there are infinite Kangs, infinite Scotts. Hmm. Now, I know that ruins well, any tension in any movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep that more. Because it ruins every tension. Yeah. But it's it's true. Infinite Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't bring anyone back from the multiverse apart from Scott. Just Scott. <laughs> Just Scott. Oh. Every time. Oh, Scott, don't I worry, we'll that. get a new one. This one has blue hair. I think that would piss off so many Marvel stands. Yeah. who are sitting there like, I want Tony back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Scotland. but he's British now. <laughs> I love that. Scotland. but he's actually Scottish. <laughs> yes, I want weird <laughs> Scott variants, and it's like we we got we got my dad back, but at what cost? Now he's Australian. <laughs> you know, I'll send him back. I would. Never mind, I would breathe. love to hear Paul Rudd's Australian accent. I want to hear all of his acts. I want to hear them all. <laughs> well, we have the opportunity for this. In every universe, a Scott fights a Kang, and they're always a little weird. <laughs> Australian Kang fights Australian <gasps> <Scott> <gasps> Holy shit. Now that's backpack. a movie. Now that's a movie. <laughs> Green light, that shit. That's the Edgar Wright movie. Edgar Wright, you know what? I'm back in. Yeah, Crikey, yeah. let's go. I'm back in. <laughs> it's just Australian Ant-Man. Ant- <laughs> With Kangaroo Jack. It's probably a deadly ant because it's Australian. Oh my god. It's like, oh, a cute little ant. Giant it, just, ant. it develops like the Black Widow signature on its button with like fangs. And he's like, oh shit, oh, I forgot it's oh, an Australian oh, ant. It's going to fucking Australia. kill me. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Scott just goes back and he's like, oh, I love being Australian. I mean, I get called a cunt every five minutes, but you know, <laughs> uh, at least uh, Kang's not here. Mm-hmm. Ah yeah, shit, yeah, who's that? great. Who's that oh. over there? Who's oh that no. surfing up to me? It's Kang. Good eye, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Scott. I would love that. Yeah, Australian headband. Let's go. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what's going to happen to Scott. I don't know what's going to happen to Scott or Kang. All I know is there's going to be a very emotional scene. Between him and Cassie, that's gonna make me cry and then call my dad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that I know for sure. You should make a lab box list of like, oh, movies, movies that made that me call my dad. Cry, cry, call your dad. There's been a few. Yeah, there have been a good few. Yeah. You should have seen my call to him after senior. I know. I was gonna say senior. Like father. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the movie. Look, I'm. I have the Marvel fatigue. I am excited mm. for Guardians, beyond that I don't necessarily have that much hope, in general, for Marvel movies. Mm. The trail looks exciting enough. It didn't blow me away, but I'm like, you know what, I could watch this movie. It looks interesting. Yeah. It doesn't look yeah. bad. It actually looks pretty interesting. It might be bad, but well, we'll see. it at least looks interesting. But... William Jackson Harper's in it oh I do love him but, but the thing is it's just gonna Isn't remind it? me it's just gonna remind me that he's not Reed Richards and then I'll you be sad then I'll yeah, be sad it, it, yeah it means he's not Reed we've got a million good options for Reed we'll be fine but he was mine was he your number one he was my number one <laughs> yeah that's, that, that's rough he was on my list but he wasn't my number one I just want William Jackson Harper we don't know who he's playing yet do we he's just a guy. He's just a dude. Mm-hmm. What if he walks on the screen and he's like, Reed Richards, pl- pleasure to meet you? And I'm like, yeah! That would be fucking hilarious to not announce the fantastic forecast but he says it in a random movie. Evening. I'm obsessed with that. Do you remember when we thought we were going to get Reed Richards in Wonder <laughs> Such fucking idiots. <laughs> it's two years later. The fucking entire circus. We are the entire circus. Mm, I was really certain about that one as well. I was like, we're getting this. We're getting it. I think I probably must have been too. Yeah. Oh, who was the aerospace engineer? They can't tell us aerospace engineer. It's only one <laughs> ever. And why would you announce it and then bring in someone we've never met? <laughs> why would you do oh, this to God. me? <laughs> It's so fucking okay. stupid. <laughs> uh. Is that Scott? Do you go back to the beginning
1: um, for someone else? The
0: beginning. Uh, um, spin the wheel. Sp- okay. Uh, spin the wheel. Um, how do I? Oh, you get enough natural wheel. Up uh, now I am.
1: Um. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, well, I'll make the wheel. I'll make the wheel. Um. Okay. I just typed in wheel. That's not helpful. <laughs> oh no! It gave me the thing. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Um. Uh. Don't. Don't. Okay. Um. So who am I adding? Um. Hank. Hank. Hope. It's just Hank and Hope. Uh. Do we talk about Janet? Yes. Janet. Um. Well, Add some joke ones. Um. <laughs> you better check off joke ones. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. All right. The wheel is prepared. Spin the wheel. Spinning. Oh, we got Judy Greer! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Do you even know her character's name? Uh I saw it was Maggie on Letterboxd, Maggie. but I wouldn't have known otherwise. It's you. It's me. It's you. I gatekeep my children from my ex-husband. You're in the MCU so many times. Am I? You're, you're Peggy. I'm Peggy. That's true. And there are ten million Peggies. <laughs> that's true. As we know, <laughs> there, there's there's ten more Peggies than you would like. Tune into the Sam episode <laughs> next week. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah. This this was sort of a joke. I mean she's nice. I, I suppose you kind of think about the kind of person that Scott would have like fallen in love with when he was like twenty. Yeah. Because I mean yeah, they, they give us some more jokes about Man and the Wasp and she does seem quite fun and quite easy, yeah. like I love Judy Grew. She, she's great, she's Judy Grew. Think she's gonna be in Quantum Mania? Yeah, I think I think her and Paxton. I don't think they're going in the quantum realm though. <laughs> oh no, oh, no. we're getting sucked Kirsten. into the quantum realm no i need that to happen so bad oh my god and kang is like welcome and they're like oh my god who is this guy oh, oh my god hello. where is nips out who's this guy <laughs> i'm maggie <laughs> Just her first thing over kang i think that makes sense oh because she hit on kang <laughs> <I'm>, oh. <laughs> he's like I beating the life out Ken. of scott and she's like is he single Paxton's like, y- you're not. <laughs> like I don't know. Cassie needs a new dad. She needs another dad, and it should be Kang. He just killed Scott. She needs a new daddy. She can. Re- he can replace him. She, she always needs two dads. <laughs> <Kang>. My characters. <laughs> Every character Margaret has ever written. She she needs, she two, needs dads. two dads at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so stupid. Okay, she's the wheel. Spin the wheel. The wheel. Woo! Hope! Oh, that's a normal one. No, this is an actual character who is like has her name on the movie. Yeah, to, uh, the only other titular character, The Wasp. Mm. The Wasp Would, you, does would that. you be happy if your superhero name was The Wasp? No. It's actually kind of sick. It's. I swear it's an acronym for something else as well. Right? Ah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't need the natural reason behind it. I think it's silly. I like it. It's kind of sick. It's alright. It's better than the bee, isn't it? The bee. That's not threatening at all. <laughs> I'm not the bee. <laughs> Good evening. Little bumblebee here. <laughs> yeah, bee is like, oh no, I accidentally stung you. Now I will die. Whereas wolf oh. is like, bam, bam, bam. Exactly. Genocide. Oh, please tell me like Hank and Janet's first like go at the suit. It was the bee and it had that function. <laughs> and like he kept going. Wait, they built into Janet's suit that if she stung someone, she died. That's what happened to Janet. <laughs> oh you God just can't God. tell Hope.
1: Because <laughs> the prototype. Be
0: funny. Oh no, <laughs> she stung someone. She died. <laughs> Hank being like we were drunk when we designed the suit and we thought it would be funny. I mean, she's never actually gonna sting it. Oh, Janet, no! Oh, Janet! <laughs> oh, shit! I tell my daughter she died in a plane crash. Oh, I'm the left dumb The bee has left the building. <laughs> Look, Hank on Google. Like, which flying insect does not die when stinging someone? Wasps. <laughs> there are any others i was gonna make a joke but i don't think i can think of any others i, I think because it's a really dumb flaw and you think evolution would have yeah that's true that <laughs> now, yeah you know so I'm gonna get a phone charger. anyway anyway <laughs> this is not margaret's dating podcast should i spin the wheel again yes uh, who did we just do who did we just talk about I hope Hope. Oh, actually, no, I have one. I mean, she's cool, right? I like her. She we didn't is not about <laughs> We did not talk about hope. We made a joke about wasps and we moved on. <laughs> We're talking about bees. I mean, she is in the long line of Marvel hmm. women whom don't have the most eccentric personality and often spend a lot of time rolling their eyes fondly at their wacky male love interest. Yeah. However, I still think she's a pretty coherent character. Yeah. I think she's she's, she's still got like a sense of humour to her. She's obviously quite serious and that's on purpose. She has a lot of mm-hmm. beef in the first movie because of her dad. She's often pretty stern and pretty uptight and pretty stressed. I think that works yeah. for her. The mm-hmm. wig is hilarious. <laughs> that is camp. I, I love it. I have such a distinct memory of watching Ant-Man with Margaret about five years ago. And throughout the entire watch, we sat there and were like, oh, when's she going to take off the wig and there's a reveal? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we She were... did not take off the because wig. Because it's such there an obvious no wig. Like, we we're like, okay, so when is this? Oh, when's it coming We're on? all supposed to be thinking this, right? <laughs> nope, that's meant no. to be her hair. <laughs> and like, I assume it's obviously a wig. Even if somehow that is a haircut they gave Evangeline Lily. It's a ridiculous haircut. Like, it's not... It, yeah. it's, it's jarring. <laughs> it's super fucking jarring. Yeah. I do like that they've decided she has to have a different haircut every movie, though. That's funny. I love that for her, honestly. I, I love that. But her wig mm. in the first movie is fucking hilarious. It's so camp. Yeah. It's such it's a ridiculous. choice. Maybe that's the last choice Edgar Wright made. Give her a weird <laughs> wig, and I'm out. Creative <laughs> decisions done. Yeah. yeah. And she, like, warms up in the next movie. She has a bit more of a sense of humour. Her and her dad are obviously really sweet. It's actually a very normal relationship compared to, like, the comics. Yeah, yeah. I I like them when they've made up. Yeah. They're a fun little duo. She's so much more, like, stern than him. (laughs) He just does whatever she says. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. She does lighten up from the first to the second movie. Like, she has a... Especially because, like in the first movie, her beef with Scott is that she wants to be the person wearing the right. suit and taking part in the heist. But obviously, Hank is making Scott do that because Scott is disposable, as they the quote they use. Yeah, and no one considers maybe two suits <laughs> until I mean. Well, there is a secret second oh, suit I see. In, the, yeah. in the end credits. He is yeah. always familiar with the second suit, but she wasn't ready until the sequel came around. Yeah. T- to be fair, it is established, and it is very hard to recreate these suits. True. Very, and also very a very traumatic part of Hank's life. I don't oh, yeah, think I don't think it would make him feel good to put his uh you know, life, blood and soul, the one thing important to him, his daughter, in the same suit that his wife died in. Yeah, maybe not. I don't think that would be his favourite thing. No, no, me neither. But he does it anyway in the end. Because <laughs> he learns to trust her. He does. It is nice. Yeah. Yeah, like, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, she is, like, a lot more willing to, like, joke around with Scott. And, yeah, it's like, probably Scott's influence on her as well. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I feel like, also, it's nice seeing her in Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, like, the first fight sequence we get is her being very capable in the suit. Like, we see what someone yeah. who is trained to use these ant suits? What, what are they called? The, the shrinking... Uh, and the ant suits? Ant suits. Um, mm, yeah. the, the ants and the wasp's suits. Um... Mm. She's really capable and coherent, and the fight scene is, like, really intense, yeah. and she's really, like, physically capable, and then we obviously see Scott kind of bumbling around for most of the movie, and it's nice seeing yeah. someone who is pretty athletic use the suits. It's nice contrast. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, she knows what she's doing. She, I mean, she's trained for this. Like... Yeah. She tried to train Scott. Yeah, she did. They've got a little, like, training montage, which is very fun. They probably just kind of had sex. That's probably all they did. <laughs> They have great chemistry. Yeah, I I, I see what you mean. It's, a, it's another, like, Peter and Gamora a little bit. But and that's, Pepper that's, and Tony. It happens. They do have chemistry. They do. Yeah. yeah. I just. I know it's fun that she has different hair every movie. I just don't love her short hair in Quantum Mania because all I see is anti vax eventually in Lily. Yeah, it's very clear Evangeline Lilly was like, I am not putting a wig on. Nope. Do not put a wig on my head. If you want me in this movie, <laughs> I will not be wearing a wig. And like, considering her views on vaccinations, I think she was very willing to withdraw from the movie if it came to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be fair, hasn't she been like, kind of apologetic about it? I don't know. I, I don't know. keep up with her, to be honest with you. She She kind of freaks me out anyway sometimes. She seems like a very intense white lady, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't love this hair, yeah, but I mean, maybe it's just because she scares me. Does the ranking go Ant-Man the Wasp hair, Ant-Man hair, then Quantumania hair? I'm tempted to put Ant-Man at the top. I think that'll make it so fun. <laughs> I, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Like, obviously, she looks better with uh, the like, extensions in Ant-Man mm. and the Wasp. Regular hair. It's nice. It obviously looks the best on her. I love the camp of Ant-Man. It's so fun. I think we just put into canon that that is actually a wig. There is no reveal. <laughs> what, if, what if when but Hank just saw her again, he was like, what the fuck is on your head? <laughs> what the fuck are you? <laughs> what the fuck are you wearing? She's like, dad, shut up. Oh my god, you never understand me. Oh my god. Oh, god. I can make my own god. decisions, dad. Yes, I'm wearing a bad wig, dad. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I do, I am ever so slightly concerned she's gonna get the back burner in Quantumania, though. I really am. Y- yeah, in in theory, I'm mad at that, but I don't think I will be that mad in practice. Like I, yeah, I- that's I like true. Hope, but um, does she even crack like the top twenty? I mean, yeah, she's not the most interesting or compelling. She's nice. Yeah. But because I'm thinking like, what motivation could can- I give her? And I'm like, I don't think she ever really has that much of a motivation. She's kind of given everything yeah. she wants at the end of Ant Man. In you know, that Man in the Wasp, she definitely has motivation. What was that again? Save Mum. Yes. Get Michelle Pfeiffer back. And she got everything she wanted at the end of Wasp. <laughs> and She did. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure she'll want something. Can you imagine if her thing is in um, Quantum A, she's like, oh my God, Scott, Scott, stop complaining. Dude, everything's fine. Our lives are great. Oh my God. Janet's back. <laughs> Have you not seen Janet? And he's like, yes, Hope, I've seen Janet. She yeah, is I've here. i Janet. <laughs> Hello, Janet. Pleasure to see you again. How did Michelle five get in this movie? I'm sure your grandkids love Marvel. But uh, the thing is, I'm focused on Kang right now. Kang's being the show. I'm like, yes, hello, Janet. Yes, I've met Janet. We've met. I said hi. We shook hands. I've met Janet. No, we can't just go home now. (laughs) We know Janet's here. Just Scott trying to figure out with Kang. I just want more time with my daughter and my family. And uh, I hope she's like, oh my God, Scott, why are you upset? Have, have you not met Janet? He's like, I've met Janet. I've met Janet so many times. We've been introduced. We went out to dinner. We played board games together. I've met Janet. She's a lovely woman. This is not the time, Hope. This is not the fucking time. He just gets progressively more and more angry. And every time. It's like, oh my god, why are you so stressed? i was like, whoa, where did that come from? the hell, Scott. He's like, I oh, don't know, maybe Cassie is 16. She's like, oh, that's Cass- hey, Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Oh, is that who you that met is? Janet? <laughs> Cassie's like, no, I haven't actually. Oh, nice to meet you, Janet. Dad, why did you introduce me to Janet? Step grandma Janet. Oh my god, like the world's crumbling around They're like for fuck's sake. I'm sorry, can we go back to step Janet? Step Janet. Step grandma Janet. Step Janet. <laughs> 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 I think that should be Hope's thing in the movie. Why are you upset? I mean, have you not talked to Janet? I'm just gotten progressive We're more like, yes. I've met, Jan- I've met. Oh, oh, have I met Janet? Oh, I've met. Janet. <laughs> You're awful. <laughs> Believe- oh, I'm in this mess because of Janet. <laughs> do you not know the things I lost for Janet? Do you not understand the things in my life I have had to do because you miss Janet? <laughs> <laughs> You happy to be home again, Janet? You happy we're back in your homeland of the quantum realm? You dragged us here, Janet! Joe, I didn't blame you at first, but I blame you now. (laughs) This isn't your fault, it's Cassie's fault, but I blame you. (laughs) Because my daughter can do no wrong. You're the only other person I can blame here. You know what? Fuck you too, Hank. I'm not in the mood for this. (laughs) Hank has not said a word the entire movie. (laughs) love this for scott this is his what if what if scott becomes a bit of a villain it just becomes a (laughs) just just fully just like oh now i have issues i did time travel i was never the same (laughs) you never come back from that but yes We've got Janet. Uh, Oh yeah, okay, okay. We're all stuck in the quantum realm. Everything is breaking. We will never return home. I've missed my daughter's entire life. We are being held here by a man I've never met who seems so fucking dangerous despite the fact that he is incredibly attractive. And we're all gonna fucking die. And my life is in fucking shambles. But yes, at least we have Janet. (laughs) Janet. Come on then, Janet, what's the plan? How are we defeating Kang, Janet? Would you like to share with the class? <laughs> He's like, um, have, have we tried leaving the quantum realm? Yes, we tried leaving the quantum <laughs> realm, Janet. That was the first fucking thing we tried, Janet. Jesus Christ! We're leaving her down here, Hank. I don't care. She's staying down here. I don't care for the next thirty see. years. We're gonna bring Kang. He's my new best friend. He's the only one that understands me. Yeah, I I think that's Um, a great arc for Scott. um, Me too. (laughs) I think that's great for him. Me too. Um. It does kind of turn him into... um, This dynamic does feel uh, despairingly reminiscent of in Avatar when jake sully meets that other like chief guy and then their wives start fighting and look at each other like i'll oh, check on my bitch wife over here <laughs> i feel like maybe we're turning hope into that but at least it's funny <gasps> we turn the tables scott is the angsty determined man and hope is the doofy sidekick i kind of love that though that sounds great i kind of love that that that's actually a good idea yeah, yeah she lets loose she cuts her hair He's like new, yeah, new me. Let's go. <laughs> when- it's, it's like a sitcom where she like takes like her arc for the episode that she wants to like <gasps> yeah let like, like, go and like not be so neurotic. Karen and has so chakras she's, like, really chill. And Scott's yeah. just like yelling into the abyss. She's like, I'm sensing a very negative tone. Should should we should we try our meditation again? Come here, Scott. Come here. Come here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fine. Do you know what? D- Janet, she has some really great meditation <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Scott storms off. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm marrying Kang! Cassie, meet your stepdad. Jesus Christ. Forget about those fuckers. Forget about the pims. I hate them all. If you ever talk to those fucking pims, I will disown you, Cassie. <laughs> Nothing good comes from them. Nothing! They, they basically raised me dead. No, they didn't. Kang did. Now Kang raised you. Okay, should I spin the wheel? Yeah, let's spin that wheel. Oh. Wait, this would be, There's only one way this could be so funny. Damn it! All right, we didn't get it. I thought it was going to get Janet. <laughs> that could be really Aww. funny. <laughs> Instead, we got Hank. Yay! Hank. Oh, I, I can't, I'm kind of obsessed with him. He's so fun. He's so fucking funny. Michael I Douglas is really funny. I mean, th- there's a there's a an elephant Hank in the room, right? Which is that this is a very uh. Specific interpretation of Hank, meaning uh, he's just a dude. Just a cool Honestly, dude. just a dude. A chill dude. It's just Michael it's a Douglas. a really smart dude. It's just Michael Douglas. It's, it's Michael Douglas if he knew anything about chemistry and physics. And also had a weed brownie. Yes. He's, he's just so chill. <laughs> As if he hasn't invented like shrinking humans, you know? <laughs> he's way too chill for someone who's invented shrinking. And growing and growing and then shrinking again like he's just very chill for that <laughs> and i respect it he's just a guy who's like ah oh, my daughter's so mad at me i just really wish she was just like not mad at me ah oh. Like, i like, I don't understand why she's mad at me. I know I lied about how her mum died, and she doesn't believe me, even though I keep telling her a very obvious lie. And I sent her to boarding school and never even hugged her when her mum died, and neglected her for her entire life. Mm-hmm. And been a, frankly, just atrocious father. And yeah. then saw Scott for two minutes and was like, this is my son now. <laughs> and gave him everything Hope had ever wanted. I gave her an existential crisis to which she walked into a wig store and came out never the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's just such a good statement. <laughs> she walked into a wig store and she came out never the same. So entirely crazy, Ant Man. Ant Man. I mean, obviously, Hank in the comics is fucking crazy He's and a also it, a terrible person. I mean, we kind of got a glimpse of it in the What If episode that you never watched. Oh yeah, yeah, I never watched that. He j- uh, hope dies, so he goes crazy, like actual crazy. Yeah, and that's hilarious and everything. But they were like, "Do we want that for a whole movie?" No, no don't. It's I'm just, so glad we don't It's just, don't just have Michael that. Douglas. <laughs> One of the funniest bits in, in Ant-Man and the Wasp is when, like, Scott's suit breaks and he shrinks to the size of a toddler and he can't get it back. and he's That's like, actually you know, really funny. It is the fucking funniest thing when he's running around this little school. But then he, when he gets back into the van, he sits down and Hank looks behind him and is like, Hey champ, how was school today? And he's like, ha ha. He's like, you want a juice box? <laughs> you, you want a juice box? <laughs> I like him, he's really funny. He is really funny. He gives me, because he's so chill, but also so funny, but also looks so melancholy all the time. I feel like there was so much trauma when his wife died, that he just kind of froze his brain in yeah, a, in a well, state yes. of like, no, I'm not going to think about anything anymore, apart from the things that make me happy. <laughs> and so he's always a little bit shell-shocked, but does have a yeah. sense of humour about him. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a dry sense of humour. It really makes me laugh. I like it. I mean, what what what's that thing we've always been saying, the, the, the dumbest statement of all history? Hank Pym is mm. the reverse Dumbledore. Yes. Would you like to explain... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, um, in history. <laughs> nice? We'll go back to the 1990s. So, the birth of cinema. Okay. Basically, in the 1990s, yes. In books written by no one that were brought into the universe, pretty shoddily written, to be honest, by, uh, some random person named Joanne, a character named Dumbledore is, is a pretty chill dude. Pretty, uh, uh, he's uh, to be honest, that that's a guy who smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. Chill guy. Yeah. Head in the clouds. And uh when something uh pretty bad happens to um our main character, Harold, he, as the book states, very calmly, asks, um, whether or not uh Harold not put his name into the Goblet of Fire. And mm. then in the movie adaptation, he fucking murders Harry <laughs> live on stage. <laughs> And like, runs at Harry, basically grabs him by the Rails into him. Like, did you put your name the Goblet of Fire? Oh, just starts God. beating the life out of him. Honestly, screaming Harry's at the dead. top of his lungs. He goes full, like, goblin mode. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, <laughs> did you put your name to the Goblet of Fire? And so it's a bit of a meme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. That in the book it specifically says Dumbledore said calmly. And uh, so. And, and generally, I think the movie adaptation of the character is um, less weed smoking and more, like, meth snorting. <laughs> <laughs> of a character, <laughs> sure, yeah. Like I think, um, fucking, what's the actor's name again? So, Richard Harris was the first one. Is it yeah. Michael Gambon? Yes, Michael Gambon. In general, is a pretty intense Dumbledore. A pretty yeah. like high energy. He's a he's a lively old man. Mm-hmm. A lot of yelling coming from this man. Um, and I think the character in general is a lot more intense. And. With Hank Pym, I think the opposite has occurred, where in the comics he was a, a frankly unhinged a crazy man with a, a lust for human blood,
1: and in the mm. movies,
0: he's a dude. He's just a, he a chill dude. Just hangs out, is Hank Pym, mm-hmm. Hank Pym's about, makes them Pym Particles, recruits yeah. uh, sad ex-criminals, and is sad that his daughter doesn't love him but does nothing to fix it, yeah. and then yeah. is sad that his wife is dead. Yeah, he does do something to fix that, but not gonna lie, there's not a lot of urgency to Hank Pym. No, I kind of I respect that honestly. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I th- I think he might drive me a bit insane, but I I respect that in this Marvel movie where there's always a time restraint every single time. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, yeah we'll we'll get right. there, we'll make it. I kind of I I get why he wasn't. I kind of wish he was in the Endgame fight. I know we get hope. <laughs> Get get Hank Pim. Sure. Boy. Fuck it. We need all the help we can get. Did you see that army? <laughs> to be honest, if they make him like grow or shrink, they can use whatever stunt double they want. Michael Douglas exactly. doesn't have to get out of bed in the morning. No. Literally, he can get out his phone, record a few things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice one, Iron Man. <laughs> Send. Whoa. I insert quip here. Six million pounds. <laughs> For one quip. Thank you, Kevin. Beautiful. <laughs> they probably just couldn't afford it. Either way. <laughs> he's funny, I mean, he kind of reminds me of my dad (laughs) so maybe that's why I'm a bit endeared towards him he and uh, Bert Fableman, my fathers yeah, I feel like he's your dad if your dad watched his wife die (laughs) in a missile (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's hypothetical this. So my mum, right, my mum is it's next door, by the way. Should, should I get her in here for this conversation? Should I get her input, you know? It doesn't have to be um, your mother. <laughs> okay, hypothetical wife, who my dad loves, um, mm. dies by yeah, shrinking in a into a missile. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he sends me to boarding school. Thanks for that. Mm. And then I, I get a wig and I see him again. <laughs> forever changed. Darren Cross is here and you must team up again to defeat Darren Cross. Who in this scenario is Scott? <laughs> Are you Scott? Oh, I want to be Scott. Well, we've established I'm Scott and you're... Um, That's true! Well, I'm Ant-Man and you're the Wasps. So. That's true. Yeah. And so, my dad is Hank Pym. I think that works. My dad's Hank Pym. I think my dad would be Hank Pym if Hank Pym was a bit nerdier. If Hank Pym liked explaining things a bit more, you know? He kind of doesn't seem to really care about explaining the science. He's like, the science exists! Yeah. We move well, on. I mean, that's why I think, I mean, that's why I think your dad to be Hank Pym would have to have a dead wife because you need you need to you need to be a bit rough around the edges. Your right, dad's a bit too nice. The only way like, to Hank do Pym's that chill, is to kill the wife. Nice. That's true. Yeah. You know, I I think I I see it, but I think he just needs if he was a bit harsher. I think you could have just said he's Hank Pym but less nice instead of trying to kill my dad's well, I wife. I realize that now. <laughs> I That's realize. okay. We That's got why there in. The I end. adjusted my statement. But I think you're right. If my dad was slightly yeah. older and a bit more of a dick, then yeah. he would be Hank Pin. A bad move. <laughs> sort of oh, t- we got there in the end. Yeah. So um what now? Should I spin the wheel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> been, well wait, anything else about Hank? Is he going to die in Quantum Mania? Cuz not gonna lie. No. I I love Hank. I love Michael Douglas. Um oh. I can't think of one thing he's going to do in that movie. Science. In the quantum realm? Yeah. (laughs) Like, when they're they're being walked around Kang's little empire. Is he going to crack jokes? Probably. Yeah. What if he becomes evil and they go full, like, Hank Pym in the comics and joins Kang? He joins Kang. Kang. Love that. Obsessed with that. Give Michael Douglas something to do. I don't want him to die. But then he'd have to die if he were evil. But I don't want him to. No, I like die. Hank. Some look, someone's gotta die. He's everyone's dad. I don't want him to die. It's true. He's your dad now. He's I mean he's not dad. like your dad, but he is he's your dad if he's my dad, he's also he can also be your dad. He's he's, he's just he's just a dad, you know? A classic dad. Hank Pym. <laughs> classic dad energy. A dad right Dilf? Now. <laughs> Would you shag Hank Pym? I could be convinced. Yeah, I think same. Not not initially. Like, I'm not jumping in. No? But maybe I could be convinced. How, okay. old, is, how old is Michael Douglas? How old? Let's have a look. Alright, you'll guess. I'm guessing... Okay. I'm going to guess, like, 62. I'm going to guess 72. Oh my god. I should have gone higher. How old is he? No! Oh, oh my god, he's so old! No oh, offence. Really? I'm very happy for old people. He's 78 saying so, I win. <laughs> you win, and also... But we both lose. <laughs> we, we both lose. I mean, look, I'm very happy for um, men who age. <laughs> Pleased for them, in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're in luck, because <laughs> a lot of them do. <laughs> Not all of them, though, apparently, but to whom that do, very very proud of you. Um, mm-hmm. But that is, that is an old man. Yeah. What if it's de-aged Michael Douglas? Well, they 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 did that in um Endgame. Yeah, and in the first Ant Man. And the first Ant Man. Uh, you know, what? it's gonna be a solid no now. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Would to you? Fair... Come on. I was gonna slightly move the subject. Did you have yeah, something yeah. else to say about whether or not you'd shag Hank Pym now that we know he's nearly eighty? I definitely don't. Okay. Continue. Would you shag Scott? Yeah. Same. Would you shag Hope? Oh yeah. Yeah. Why not? Same. Would you shag Judy Greer? Yes. Hell yeah. Always. Okay. Should I spin the wheel? Let's spin the wheel. Woo! We will not ask that question when it gets to Cassie, obviously. No. (laughs) Oh? Louise! Uh, Yay! Ah! King! Oh, they won't be able to bring him to the quantum realm. Not with that attitude, they can't. (laughs) Please tell me he's edited out the trailers and he is actually with the song <gasps> That's Christmas what they world. edited out. Do you know what? I haven't considered that they tend to do that. That they edited someone out. Yeah. Did they edit someone out? Maybe. What if it's Judy Greer? What if they? I think I think we should bring everyone. <laughs> no, we come. I can't think Jimmy pull- Woo needs <laughs> to come. <laughs> now, Jimmy and and Woo. Woo. Jimmy Woo now has experience. I think he can mm-hmm. handle it. Yeah. But I think everyone's a stretch. Are we bringing? No, 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 I want everyone. You want to bring the man with the bad Russian accent? Yeah, the man with the bad Russian accent. I'm sorry, what's his name again? Uh, David. No, is it, is it David Dastamaltian? Dastamaltian? Yeah, I love him. He's. He, do you know what? He's he funny. Or, 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 I like him. Do you know what? He's really, really high up on my top actors for 2023. Really. Yeah, he's like in the top four. Oh my god! I mean, he's in Weird. Weird Ant Man, um, Blade Runner. Ah. I think he was in like. One he's of the Jordan Hall movies I watched. Yeah. He's in Prisoners. Prisoners? He was yeah. in Bird See? Box. Oh, fair. He's an Oppenheimer! Yeah, he's Let's, go. Let's go! Let's go! Well, I mean, every- that's not a surprise. Everyone's an Oppenheimer. That's true, but at least he's there. Uh huh. Although his Russian accent is, is honestly more jarring than Evangeline Lily's wig. Yo, Scott, would you like to join us on the heist? I love it, but it's the so... The serum, like, okay. <laughs> it's so silly. Anyway. I, I, I love him. Luis, I love more. And I love Luis. I, I love them all. It's a fun squad. It's a little squad. They're all on their little business. <laughs> Luis trying to run their little business. Oh. Ant-Man and Ant-Man the Wasp. And he wants to do it well. And he doesn't tell... Kurt and Dave, that the business is about to go on and That, that is, do you know what? That actually made me laugh. <laughs> they were like, "That's really bad, bosses." Like, I'm sorry. That actually did really make me laugh. <laughs> Incredible. They're fun. I wish they were utilized a bit more, but I like them. Yeah. Yeah. So, are they coming to the quantum realm? Yeah. And realistically. No. <laughs> I'm glad we agree. <laughs> what a roller coaster. Yeah. But yeah, as we mentioned, Louis is the most obvious, I guess, like, remnants of Edgar Wright in the script. That whole, like, montage of him, like, telling the story and speaking out of people's yeah. mouths. It's hilarious. It's fun. He's great. Yeah. They bring it back for the second one because we all love it. Yeah, we're going to get it in the third one. What's his name? Michael, Michael Peanut, right? Michael Peanut, Wright. Yes. Yeah. He's great. He's hilarious. I like him. He's really fun. I like that he's Scott's prison friend yeah and he's a sweetie again humanizing people who used to be incarcerated yeah. he's a big sweetie he picks up scott from prison yeah. and like, gives him somewhere to live and, you know, and scott's like oh how have you been he's like oh, my girlfriend broke up with me and my mom died and my dad got <laughs> deported but i got the van <laughs> scott's like, oh, him. Him. he's great yeah bring louis into the quantum realm i'll take yeah. him uh, I, I want I want Luis, Kurt, and Dave. You can't. I want them all. Rihanna, really? yeah, There's too many characters. No, yeah, there's never too many characters in the quantum realm. Let let me put it this way. I think Kang's got to kill someone, and I think if you're bringing them, you're putting them on the board to get got by Kang. Can you imagine? Yeah, Kang can, you imagine would never. can you imagine Luis getting killed by like Kang? <laughs> <laughs> that is not the tone of this, right? Although well, apparently it is, but like, that's not. Look, that's Kang's make sense. first like victim. It's Luis. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine Luis dying. Like, that's not, that's not I, I literally, the tone. My brain can't make the image. That's not in the cards. No. Do you know what? That he, would... That's why we bring him, because he'll be fine. <laughs> he just has plot armour. Every time Kang's like, I'd never hurt you, like, pats him on the head. Uh, Luis, you're too good. Oh, can you imagine Luis telling a story and Kang being involved in the storytelling? and like? I, that's the absolutely words. what's going to happen. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. They're gonna choose
0: the goofiest person to do it with, and then Luis <sighs> dies mid-sentence, and it's like shit gets <sighs> real. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's how they do it. That he stops sit. telling the story because he's dead. Oh, and then the then the joke is just ruined. Then. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, you gotta kill the Forever. joke. You can't you can't keep doing it. No, you can't bring it into other French. I don't care how funny it is. You got it. You gotta know when to quit. <sighs> He's not gonna die. They're not gonna kill Louise. I think he'll be in the first ten minutes, and then the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they'd have a plotline on Earth. Maybe briefly of them trying to get them out, but like, I don't think it's a lot. Oh, I'd like that. It'd be nice. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Should I spin the wheel? Okay. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Morbius. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they're done, they're there it's it is. Where's Morbius? It's Morbius. It's Morbius. Right, I'm uh-huh. what What's uh-huh. he gonna bring to Quantumania? I haven't even seen Morbius. Um, <laughs> I think he's the only one that can defeat Kang. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I won't elaborate. Okay. I don't think you need to. I I think you will. Yeah. I, I mean, to be I fair, remember. Morbius is a comedy. So, like, hmm. I think the tone matches right over into Ant-Man, right? Like, that feels like a natural sure, progression. Yeah. It's just yeah. a straight comedy. So, when you bring him in, I think it's natural. Yeah. Cracking jokes. Can you imagine, mm-hmm. like, Scott, Hope, and, like, Hank, like, kind of making little goose antenna them just like... <laughs> Jared Leto's also there. I think even they'd be like okay can we please leave him down here <laughs> oh my god they just sacrifice him to Kang <laughs> have your first victim take him please yeah brilliant I okay. shouldn't have added it it wasn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> anyway spin the wheel with real <laughs> people I mean, this time one person left no there's two so okay we've got Janet and Cassie Cassie yay. Yeah. um Cute kid. Just a fucking cute kid, honestly. We said a name earlier. A- a- Anna. Something like that. <laughs> that was her name. Anna it and did. Emma. Well. They are great. So cute. And a little yeah. mischievous. A-, a little silly. Yeah. I love how that kid is full on line to the FBI <laughs> at like age ten. Good for her. Get 'em young. It's so good. That's Scott's influence right there. And, like, she's always so on Scott's side and so understanding of Scott. Like, more than all of the adults around her. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a kids always know situation. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like it could be so easy and almost lazy to have an easy conflict be that Scott and Cassie have, like, a troubled relationship, right? That, like, yeah. she's annoyed at him, which would be reasonable. I mean, she's a child of pretty tumultuous upbringing. It mm-hmm. would be pretty reasonable of her to start having beef with Scott. But they don't. They're just like it's a lovely relationship. Scott doesn't need that. Yeah. He has other problems. It's just nice. He's a good dad. Yeah. yeah. She just really loves her dad. It's so cute. And like all of the ways that Scott was trying to like entertain her whilst he was under house arrest. Yeah. And like you can tell he's got so much time in his hands. So he makes like a little, basically like a theme park in their house, yeah. just to like entertain. And she's having so much fun on their little ant slide. That's so sweet. It's so fucking cute. What do you think? Because Cass- now Cassie's like, uh, not that she wasn't a person, she was, but now she mm. can have like complex motivations, and like opinions of her own. Mm. Do you think she's gonna have something interesting in Quantum Mania? Like, what does she want? Yeah, I, I, I think she will. Especially because like it's her fault that they're down there, as we <sighs> see in the trailer. It is yeah. her fault. She fully. And they're fully all fully her fault. So I reckon she's gonna be trying to like prove herself. I think maybe like true. rectify the mistake. I reckon that's what she's gonna be doing. Yeah. Do you think because it, it's very clear that like this was not meant to happen? Like literally, Janet and Hank are like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's know? true. She probably developed a bit of a complex. Do you think when Scott's conflict is like? He's tempted with whatever Kang's doing because he wants more time with Cassie. Like, if the yeah. idea is presented out there, do you think Cassie would side with him? And be like, oh, more time. With my dad sounds sick. Like, she also has the trauma of not having her dad around for five mm. years. Do you think she would side with him, or in potentially is she like the voice of reason against Kang? I, I think more likely the voice of reason. I think I can see her taking the route of like yeah, you know, we didn't have time and that really sucked, but it, it happened and we've got time now. Let's make the most of what... We've got the rest of our lives, let's make the most of that. Mm. I could see i could see her being the voice of reason. Do you think there's a universe in which Scott sides a bit too much with Kang and the only way to really snap him out of it is for something to happen to Cassie? The one thing he's doing mm. this for? Does he like hurt her in some way? And he realises he's gone too far? Maybe, yeah. Uh... It would be so funny if in Quantumania, Scott is just, like, on his little hero journey once again. <laughs> like, we're like, uh-huh. does Scott become evil? <laughs> we keep uh-huh. thinking about him going down this, like, really dark path. He might not. He might just chill. Just hanging out. I like the the new girl who plays Cassie. Good luck to her. Yeah, it's Catherine Newton, right? I have a feeling she's probably gonna be a part- bigger part of this movie than we think. We just don't really have anything to guess, because we don't know anything about yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to get so Me-me. much father-daughter stuff and I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to cry all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I might warn my dad. Be free for a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> what if Cassie dies? That'd be hardcore. And that's his oh. punishment. He wanted more time and he gets none. Oh, That's brutal. Whoopee. Mm. It's entirely possible this movie is just fun. But the trailer seemed so serious. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's why you I mean, don't this- like it. <laughs> no, I don't like that it. I'm fine with being serious. It's the grand scale of it that's getting me. I don't mind right. the seriousness. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's, it's the fact that we're seeing giant CGI armies. Right. That's getting me. I mean, you I hate I mean? that anyway. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to see it anyway, but like... Yeah. It, it just feels like an Aven- Avengers threat. <laughs> Yeah, but we've got the ant fam. Do you know what? We'll be fine. We've got we've got a lot of ant people. Yeah, we've got Kathy and we've got Louise. We'll be fine. Speaking of, let's look at another one. Spin the wheel. All right, it's gonna be just Janet now, right? Nope. Ooh. We got Joker. Let's go. For fuck's sake! Are you just put I mean, down every single Jared Leto <laughs> character you can possibly Oh my find? god, I didn't even realize. No, I just put I put, just put in Joker and Morbius. Do you know what? It's not that funny anymore. <laughs> I thought it would be funny. <laughs> Do you know what? I suppose thinking what? of uh, Joker as one does, <clears throat> I quite like Kang as a villain. He's not that crazy. What He's kind of just a dude. A Kang. 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 You know. Interesting segue there. Well, just I don't know. I suppose I realized that often villains are a little crazy. Yeah, and Kang is not. He's just kind of a a a dude, a reasonable dude. Although I don't want a a Thanos repeat. I don't want the same like kind of chilled out, smug. I'm too powerful for like we we did that. I want something a little different. I I think we might, but I think the motivations will be different enough that he will feel different. Because Thanos is very powered by his motivations. Like it's very very specific goal. I I reckon. I'm not gonna lie, from what we've seen of Kang, he seems very smug and very powerful. At least but I'm hoping... Well, because he wants world domination, right? I think that's gotta make you a bit crazier. Sure. Feels more personal. I feel like he also seems a bit more charismatic. Mm, like well, yeah, it's just Jonathan Majors. I think he's just got more yeah. charisma to him. And he has the opportunity of using his own face, which uh, uh, Josh Brolin mm. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he was a giant purple grape. He was. So that's more difficult. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if they're setting up a new big bad, we're gonna be seeing them a lot. I don't want the same vibe. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's hard to tell so far. To be fair, we haven't got long to to wait. But that's yeah, true. I, I, I get I get what you mean. But I I don't need someone as as unhinged as Joker. No, no, we're not getting like Mysterio again. No, oh, I do miss that. <laughs> I love Mysterio. What a great villain! it. Yeah, there's a reason that the Mysterio villain only works for one film because yeah. they are so dumb that they would not last any longer. Yeah, I suppose you have limitations where you need someone who's who has like the practicality of like longevity of who would be able to stick around and be scary enough mm. to be threatening enough for like ten movies. Yeah, so that yeah. makes sense. Like, the Joker is insane, but he's really smart. That's what the Joker has. Not Jared Leto. In-
1: not yet. I
0: don't know who the fuck that. Man Not walking Phoenix's either. I mean, at least Heath Ledger. At least Heath Ledger was smart. Heath Ledger, Barry. He could be smart. You don't know anything about Barry's Joker yet. You know he has a <laughs> fucked up <laughs> face. That's it. I know he's terrifying. He's fucking <laughs> terrifying. We know nothing else. <laughs> Sorry. We talk about Joker, Barry. I, I, I just got to. That, that wasn't it. a purposeful response. That was a visceral reaction. That's completely fine. I understand. Hmm. Thank you. Sorry, it was a joke. We can just move on. We can move on from the joke. Uh, it's been the wheel. For a long Janet. time, the wheel was just Joker and Janet, and it really made me laugh. That's so <laughs> why so I took a picture. Janet! Yeah, yeah, why yeah, is yeah, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer here? I don't know, man. Get that Marvel check. I assume her grandchildren just like Marvel, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pleased for her either way. She's great. I mean, not that she did anything in... um. At Man and the Wasp. She was just kind of present. She did not. But you know. Can, can we talk about the fact that she was fine after <laughs> being in the quantum realm <laughs> for 20 years? Yeah, I'm sorry. In, in Quantum Mania, I needed to be just a little bit insane. Just a little bit. She does have lines where she's like, you know, it, it changes you. The, the quantum does realm. It? And it's like, bitch, where? Bitch, where? <laughs> It doesn't help that we don't know what she was like before. Hank. That's true. Well we see Maybe she was insane and then twenty years in the quantum realm, she's like, I know things now. Well that's the thing is that we see that one scene of her and um Hope as a kid and she's all like silly and goofy and she's like singing songs and playing hide and seek and now she's just kind of like, Wow, the universe is vast in its indifference. <laughs> and Hank's just like, I don't like you as much anymore. Can I get my old wife back, please? Oh, I regret this. <laughs> This is a mistake. I miss my wife. Not you. My other wife. The real Janet, not you. It would really suck to be Janet and to be stuck there for 20 years and come back and everyone's like, You oh, Used to be cool, man, but you've changed. <laughs> Janet, you've changed, really. man. Used to be so cool. <laughs> She'll be fun. I can't imagine her doing anything that compelling in Quantum Mania. No. Are they. Just, are just they, join the squad. Are you they seriously the paying? Are they seriously paying Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas to stand in a green screen <laughs> studio behind Paul Rudd as he cries before Kang? Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> That's Marvel. That is just Marvel summed That up. is just Marvel. That is the perfect way to sum up Marvel, I feel. That's true. Two incredibly famous, <laughs> like, high-end actors standing in a green screen studio whilst Paul Rudd cries over Kang. yeah. Marvel, but also like at least Ant Man was. I don't know. I don't know how much green screen was used, and maybe there was a lot of green screen of just like the street that you know I didn't notice. But like it seemed like it was pretty grounded in a lot of its like locations. This, this oh, here we go. It doesn't feel like an Ant Man movie. This is what I mean. Yeah. Do, do you get me? But now? what if it's not not like an Ant Man movie in a good way? What if we're going in a, a fun new direction? Oh yeah, I'm happy for my mind to change. I'm very happy, but as as we stand right now, I am um, I, I miss my Ant Man movies. That's fair, you know. That's fair. I miss them. You keep getting hijacked in the third movie. I fucking third movies ruin everything except for four. That's true, and, and there's and the Dying fourth Man. that ruins it. And the, yeah, that one breaks. That's it. the fourth one that ruins, it. and the second one that ruins, it. and the first one that ruins. It. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa! I will not take the original Thor slander. <laughs> That movie's that's good. Movie. It's good! Oh. How dare you? It's actually pretty good. It's not brilliant, but it's good. Yeah, that's one of my least favourites. Because <laughs> you have no taste. We all understand. Anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> Alright, we're going to play a game. Do you want to... Right. Speaking of Jokers... Do, no, that's Saw. Do you want to play a game of Saw? Never mind. <laughs> you look so sad then. <laughs> I thought I had a fun cool. segue. Never mind. I didn't. So I made a PowerPoint presentation... Uh, for okay. this. Problem is, um, I thought I was going to you know, share it via screen share, but mm. that only works. You're on my iPad right now, not my laptop, so it's not really possible. Mm. I could send it to my you iPad. to call me back?
1: Uh,
0: I don't want to fuck up the recording. I'm just going to send you a picture of the picture. Right, okay. So we're going to play a game called How Old Is This Paul Rudd? <laughs> where I will show you a picture of Paul Rudd and you will guess how old he is. (laughs) Okay. Because famously, Paul Rudd does not age. But I'm here to prove that he does. Well, yeah, that's one hill that you will weirdly die on, that Paul Rudd does in fact age. I think he does look older. Significantly. I'm sorry. He looks good, but he does Mm. look 50 to me. Right, okay. I'm sorry. Right, let's go. He's a handsome man, but I do think he ages. So, let's, let's go. You ready? Yeah. First picture. How old is this Paul Rudd? It also requires I you either. knowing how old Paul Rudd is. I don't, so this will be interesting. I think, I think you're like 50, right? Okay. Alright, <laughs> he's in the Ant-Man suit in this photo. Sorry, this is not good for audio. I apologise. I will have the pictures linked in the description. Otherwise, right now, uh, Rhiannon, please describe this picture. It's, alright, so like I said, he's definitely in the Ant-Man suit. I can't tell which. He looks, he look. this looks like a Quantumania photo, to be honest. Yeah? He looks like he's been, this Scott's been through the ringer. I'm gonna, sorry, I'm, I'm just gonna guess 51. Okay, so this is, yes, this is in Quantumania. I, yes. and this Paul Rudd is 53. Oh, it's close. Okay, you were close. Right. I'm gonna basically give it to you. I, I thought okay. I'd, I'd set the baseline. I don't yeah. remember if that is how old Paul Rudd is now or if I subtracted a year for when they filmed this, but that is how old this Paul Rudd is. This is today. On we is 54, go. He's he's like my dad's age. Yeah. Whoa, that's my, that's my dad's age. Oh, wait, seriously? Yeah, my dad, I think. Yeah, because he's. one twenty How old is my dad?
1: How he old is this I Paul Rudd?
0: <laughs> how old is Rihanna's dad? How old is Jonathan Moore? how old is jonathan <laughs> He might as well he get turned to the end. 50 when i turned 18 okay so that was four years so so he's 54 well, there you go same age as paul rudd anyways how old is this paul rudd oh this is anchorman yes but is this the first or the second anchorman because there's a big gap between them the whole point of I'm this really... is you gotta look at that face and decide how old is this paul rudd and no, no, no! Looking up how long ago the movie was—it's got to be authentic. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's for cheaters. Well, I'm. I'm not going to cheat, but I will use context clues. This looks like the second Anchorman, which is about ten years ago. So I'm going to guess he's forty, forty-three. I'm afraid, you're incorrect, he's thirty-two. Shit! Is this from the first Anchorman? I don't remember, but it's whatever oh. came out in like two thousand and four or something. Okay, all right. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's, that's the first I'm afraid one, you're yeah. wrong, but that's okay. You know oh, what? You got one point. One out of two. Okay, let's go. Okay. Hey. Oh, that's, that's How old Rudge. is this Paul Rudd? He looks like a fetus here. I'm gonna guess he is 18. Paul Rudd is 26. Oof. Ha- is that a point? Probably not. No? Okay. No. Okay. That's okay. Should we should we set the boundary at, like, five years out, then? Or six, seven years out? You know, like, what? How far let's are we do, going? Let's do within five. Okay. That's fair. Okay. All right. But so far, that's quite a compliment to Paul Rudd. He looked a lot younger than you thought. I know. Okay. How old is this Paul Rudd? Ooh, okay. Interesting. It's, it's a very smiling Paul Rudd, and he's got a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. Hmm... <laughs> hmm. This is a hard one. He's clearly older than the last Paul Rudd. Right. But not that old. He, he looks like. But he was 26 in the last photo, which is getting me. Mm hmm. I'm gonna guess he's. 34. He's 42, I'm afraid. What the fuck? I feel like this game is opposite of proving my point, which is he's always 10 years younger than he looks. Damn it! <laughs> It's just proving that he is, in fact, ageless. My thesis... You know what? We're working with the new thesis. Okay. we This is... You know what? This is fucking science right here. I know. You're an actual, like, control group right now. I know. I feel like, if that's the case, the lower score you get, the more of a compliment it is to Paul Rudd. Yes. I feel like it's a win either way. The low score, Paul Rudd's having a good day. Yeah. High score, your hypothesis is proven. Well, there we go. It's a perfect game. Okay. How old is right. this Paul Rudd? Hmm. How old was the last Paul Rudd? The last Paul Rudd was 42. I've got a feeling this is earlier than the last Paul Rudd. He's, he's got like a like quiffed hair and like, an what this thing's called in your ear? I don't know, but it's... Oh, it's like a, a Bluetooth headset thing. Yeah. And he looks quite smart. He's in New York. I'm gonna have to press you for time here, I'm afraid. Oh shit. You gotta okay. make a decision. Um, uh, 38. 36! You got it! Oh, yes! I got a point! Well done! I got a point! This is from a very tiny role I he had as know. a cameo in Night at the Museum. I recognise it. I was like, that's him in Night at the Museum! Congratulations! Honestly, I think I'm a Paul Rudd Stan I think you this. are. Mm-hmm. Alright, it's the penultimate Rudd. Are you okay. ready? <laughs> the penultimate <Paul laughs> okay. Rudd! <laughs> okay how old is this Paul Rudd alright this looks like quite a young Paul Rudd there are no distinguishable features really apart from the fact that he he's is Paul house. Rudd it is Paul Rudd I can confirm he's in a house he's got a jacket on um Hmm. alright I'm gonna I'm gonna say 28 do you know what he's older it's 42 46. What? It's 46. This is from The Fundamentals of Caring, a 2016 movie. Holy shit. (laughs) Damn it. The hypothesis, (laughs) the new hypothesis is being proven. Paul Rudd is ageless. He is. Holy shit. I didn't think this would actually turn out this way. But yeah, he was 46 in that movie. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. The final round. Okay. alright. That I think will should be kind of in a way the easiest because I think you will definitely recognize this Rud. Right. But it okay. means you've got to you have got to be maybe should we should we up the stakes if you have to get it within like three years. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It might require some maths, but I think you can do it. I did this horrific fail math. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. This time you get a second chance. So, <gasps> how old is Whoa. this Paul Rud? Describe okay, what you're well- seeing. To so anyone listening, this is a Paul Rudd, most likely from Friends. I think he's from Friends. He is clearly on a date. A show which you are very familiar with. So... Mm, Alright, so we've got the early 2000s to play with, because Paul Rudd's character Mike doesn't come in until the last couple of seasons, mm-hmm. which would be 2002-2004 kind of range. Yes. Oh god, Matt. You've got this. He's, I believe in you. Right, it's Right, it's 2023, 20, he's 54. All right, let's that's, round up. It's so is, is he, is this Paul Rudd, is he 32? He was 33! I'm going to give it to you! Oh we did yes! it! Yes! <laughs> oh, yes. Amazing. Congratulations. You basically you. got it. Conclusion you. being, you got three points out of mm. a possible... Seven, which do you know what I'll take it. It's a good score, but it does actually prove that uh, he, you're unable to tell his age to a certain extent because mm-hmm. Paul Rod apparently we have scientifically proven today is ageless. Yes. Yeah, wow, that was actually quite fun. That was really fun. I can't believe we we've discovered. But people can be ageless today. That wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting from this episode. This is one hell of a conclusion. I think we should publish this. I, I think so, too. Do you know what? I am joking, but this is not a bad study idea if you get a big <laughs> enough sample size. Yeah. I feel like someone could then disprove it with like pictures of like Anthony Hopkins at various ages. Maybe we're just bad at telling ages anyway. Maybe it's a human thing, or maybe Paul Rudd is uniquely baby-faced. Wow. We'll see. Find out next time on this science <laughs> podcast, Science Chaos the podcast <laughs> Science Chaos we've rebranded where Margaret makes excuses to use her TV presenter voice yeah well, th- thank you for organising the game no problem, Welcome. I've mm-hmm. set such a bar for myself to have a game every week a unique and interesting I game <laughs> I know it's fine, it's a, it's a bunch of fun Yeah. Yeah. this was fun this was very fun I, I think we it. got it mm-hmm. are, we, are we wrapping it up, are we done? I think we are Okay. The Ad Fam Conclusion. Pretty sick. We like them. Yeah. Bring on Quantumania. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully Kang shows his nips. <laughs> we can <laughs> all hope. Are we to do a little Quantumania episode or are we... I feel like at this point we should. Yeah, I may as well, mightn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think we succeeded at being relevant for once. Yeah. Look yeah. at us go. <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this up. Sorry, did you give a conclusion or did I scoot right over there? Yeah, that's... that's, that's, Yeah. Paul Rudd is hot and Scott is cool. Take us out! (laughs) Okay, so if you want to follow our socials, we are characterchaos on TikTok, character.chaos on Instagram, and characterchaos underscore on Twitter. So feel free to give us a follow, say hello, and we should see you hopefully in two weeks. Yes. See you then. Thank you for listening. We love you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And if you know me and you're listening to this, I'm scared. <laughs>